0: Hi there. Welcome to episode 13 of the e commerce A to Z podcast brought to you by Kuduba's Reviews. I'm your host, Jifa Mensah. Our guest for today is Zaid Hisham, a certified UX and conversion optimization strategist with over 15 years of experience in the industry, leading projects with clients such as Expedia.com, Intel, and Microsoft. We speak on how to remove friction between your customers and the checkout page and the checklist to use when conducting design and content audits for your e-commerce store. This episode is brought to you by Kudibas Reviews, the best way to collect and display reviews on your website. Stay tuned. Hi, Zaid. Welcome to the e-commerce A to Z podcast. Can you tell me about yourself?
1: Okay, yeah. So my name is Zaid Hisham and I mainly work in user experience and that means that I help to make websites and software and applications easier to use. I uh, am from uh, California in the USA uh, but I currently live in the Portland, um, Oregon area I started out doing web design in the early 2000s, and I got a job at an NGO doing mostly print design. So I learned a lot of my graphic design skills um, just on the job. And when the iPhone came out, um, I got really interested in this concept of uh, designing, for user experience and so what i did was i made the jump and just like i learned on the job doing graphic design i learned uh, a lot of user experience design on the job um, working at various big companies small companies some uh, startup some enterprise companies Um, i worked at companies like intel um, Xbox and um, Expedia and so I learned a lot of my e-commerce related um, knowledge at Expedia I basically had to learn to uh, design all over again it's a completely different way of thinking about uh, designing a web page when you are working in the uh, domain of e-commerce It was a really hard place to work actually because uh there's no guidebook uh there's no onboarding you just have to do a lot of reading and uh, researching and learning uh on the side you know and and every week you're learning uh something new so what i'm doing now is i work full-time um in enterprise uh banking uh user user experience and then on the side, I do uh, user experience and marketing, freelancing for small uh, e-commerce brands.
0: Let's talk about the component of user experience for e-commerce brands. What goes into creating a great user experience for any e-commerce brand?
1: That's a great question. So what I like to say, if you have to sum it up in one uh, sentence, is that um, anything that improves the user experience um, improves the uh, conversion rate. And that's what a lot of e-companies are typically most concerned with and the conversion rate just means the percentage of people um, who end up buying something right so if you're selling uh skateboards um, it's just the amount of people who land on your site click around actually put something in the uh, shopping cart and arrive at checkout and actually make a purchase because all along that journey there's different uh, uh, friction points that can stop a user from buying something. And that can happen all the way um, until the checkout. They can go all the way to the checkout and smell something that's wrong or or not find some information that they expect to see, like maybe some, um uh, shipping or return information or the proper uh, tax information or the proper um, refund information and decide um, not to buy something right so what the user experience team would uh, typically do is be monitoring all the different points um in that journey from the place where people typically come in from search. I mean, it starts from search, right? So it starts from search and the page that they land on and making sure that they have all the information that they need at that point, right? And then in the shopping cart, what are all the things that they need to see at that point? At checkout, what are all the things they need to see at that point? So it's making sure they get all of the information at the right point in the shopping uh, process. And it's along different uh, levels, right? So one level is the content level. So that's more about are they seeing the right content that they need to read and uh, look at. Um, At the uh, visual design level, it's more about Are they able to see and read those things, right? Is the content, is the the font size uh, big enough? Is the add to cart button, um, is there enough contrast uh, between the rest of the page and the call to action? The call to action is, again, typically in e-commerce, the uh, add to cart button. So can they easily point out Things like the add to cart button Um, back to that content is the content usually uh, designed um, in a way or placed in a way where people expect it to be right. If 90% of e-commerce sites place uh, shipping information right after the details, um, you should probably uh, do that too (laughs) on your page so there's content uh visual and then there's also the hard part this is the hard part is what's called uh interaction a uh, design an interaction a design basically in one a sentence is when the user does this x happens right so when the user clicks a drop down to choose the sizes right um does that work Does that work? Um, This is where a lot of user experience breaks, because with the visual, it's easy. Because if you are using um, a platform like Shopify, uh, WooCommerce, uh, Magento, you're using themes. And most of those themes are decently a design. There's not too, too much you can break and it's really easy to to improve the visual design of those themes. With interaction design, you have to have an eye for moving parts. That's really what interaction design is about, uh, moving parts. Um, When the user does a search and the search results come up, are the search results um, is there enough information in the result for the user to make a choice, right? Are there too many choices? Um, how many words does the user have to type in to get a decent choice, right? So it's all about actions. Um, search is a really big one because it, it needs, or the user needs to be able to find what they're looking for um, easily. Right. That's why Google search is so popular, because you can usually, within two to three words, find what you're looking for. Right. Um, Being able to pick sizing, being able to easily swipe and look at the different pictures on a a product page, right, Um, being able to get the information you need uh, presented. In a good way for example a lot of e-commerce sites will now um post a uh, video of the model with the clothes i i like to look at apparel sites um i specialize in apparel a little bit actually so there's so back to the layers content layer um and then the visual layer and then the interaction design layer one more layer and then we'll uh, move on is sort of the information architecture and that's just about um are things organized in a way that customers expect them to be organized right so can i click on men's apparel and get all of the men's products in one place um what is the order of that list right so it's basically lists and sublists. If you think of uh, bullet points, right, are the products ordered in a way where users expect them to be ordered, right? Is it easy to click on the navigation and get to where I'm going when I'm looking at the top of the page? Do I know where I'm even at, right, or am I lost, right? So that's the information architecture uh, layer.
0: The e-commerce A to Z podcast is brought to you by Kudobas Reviews. Over 70% of online shoppers refer to reviews before making a purchase. According to them, reviews serve as social proof and aid them in making purchase decisions. Collect reviews from your customers and display them on your website to convert your visitors into buyers. Join over 25,000 online merchants in the Kudobas family and start boosting your sales now. The Kudubas Reviews app is available on Shopify, BigCommerce, Wix, Weebly, and WordPress. Check out Kudubas.com for more. You spoke about content, right? And then the visual. Mm-hmm. Back to the content. Mm-hmm. What's the best way for them to approach their content? in a way which meets these standards? Is there a particular copyrighted style they need to use? How to, should they approach this?
1: Okay. There's a couple of things that an e-commerce company, uh, especially a, a smaller one, who's using one of these um, uh, systems like Shopify, because they don't have as much staff, right? So the first thing they need to do is plug all the leaks and what i mean by that is for a sales page does the user have all of the information they need to be able to even make a choice right there's a thing called objections objections in sales uh copywriting right and it's the idea that the user comes to a site with a bunch of questions in their mind. And if they don't get all those questions or most of those questions answered, then they leave. Right. (laughs) Um, so the first, and there's a really great book. I think everybody should buy. If you own a store, uh, it's called the brain audit, the brain audit. And it's by, um, a guy named Sean, Uh, D'Souza, Sean D'Souza. And what he did was he read all the marketing and sales books and there was dozens of different objections that you could handle, right? But what he did was he picked the top like seven or eight and he said, you have to handle at least these eight, um, he calls them red bags for some reason. So eight, um, eight red bags, right. And they go something like, let's see, problem solution, uh, target market call to action, testimonials, objections, um, and risk reversal and, uh, uniqueness. Now, what I do is I is I put them in a different order because there's an overarching concept called uh, positioning. And what that is, and most e-commerce sites have this problem. This is like problem number one to solve. Positioning covers, if you want to tie it to Sean's sort of eight Red bags, um, problem solution, uh, target market, and the uh y- uniqueness. So what this is really about is when a customer first lands on your site in that hero image at the top, right? Um, especially on uh, mobile where you can't see as much. When they first land on your site, what is it that you can show them or or tell them that signals in their mind, you are in the right place or, or you're in the wrong place? So let's take the example of you're in the right place, right? So problem, solution and uh, target market, right? So. On a typical e-commerce site, this looks like something like um, you know, the solution for X problem for a certain uh, a type of person. Now, it's not always written out, but it can be. The easiest way to start is to just start with text, to start with text. Um, but other sites, uh, so for example, A really good example is uh, MeUndies, MeUndies, right? And what MeUndies does is it shows a lot of really nice fit young people. And it sells you on this idea of, hey, you can have comfortable clothes because that's the problem, right? Like clothes being uh, 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 uncomfortable, um, uh, but also sexy clothes that makes you look cute, right? And so what uh, me and does, it says, Hey, you can have both. You can have comfortable clothes that also uh, flatter your muscles or your curves or whatever, and aren't, uh, frumpy and look like typical, uh, pajamas, right. And it also shows a lot of couples. So this idea of you can buy it for you and your girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife or partner. Right. Um, so this idea of I'm going to buy gifts for people. So it's, it's, it's showing you that this is a place where you can buy, uh, uh, vanity gifts, you know, nice underwear. And it's, and, and it's aimed intentionally towards young, uh, fit people, not overweight people, not old people, not kids, and it does this with by showing you a lot of pictures of a certain type of uh, model, right? So using pictures, um, using the uh, name of the company, or using text, these problem solution um, target market and uniqueness part of me undies. Uh, uniqueness is that it found a way to do both at the same time. So do a uh, flattering, sexy underwear, uh, for young, uh, fit people. So again, that's both sexy and comfortable at the same time. So that's something that is unique to, uh, me undies, Right. Um, so the other parts of that brain audit, Cover most of what an e commerce company actually needs, right? Testimonials, for example, testimonials, you need to set up kind of like I call it a content uh, factory. It's a part of your marketing business or operations where you have some sort of activity to make sure you have testimonials uh, coming in because. Um, people are now used to, uh, 20 years of Amazon, right? So they're used to getting customer reviews cause they don't trust you cause they don't know you yet. They haven't purchased your products yet, but they will trust somebody who is like them from their state, their age, um, their height, their weight. So if you see a lot of uh, testimonials, um, LL Bean is really good at this. LL Bean, I think has some of the best, uh, uh, testimonials, things like, Oh, I buy this product every year, or I bought five of these shirts for my, um, for my wife. Right. You know, imagine your customer coming to your site and reading a testimonial that says, I bought five of these. I like these so much five stars. Right. but LOB goes a step further in that it connects um, it connects the a uh, customer with a our region so I'm from New York or I'm in Africa or I'm in uh, Ghana or I'm in um, I'm in Egypt and I bought this shirt and I like it so somebody else from Egypt may come and say Ah, oh, that person also liked it he's from my uh, country or my state, right? I'm in the U (laughs) S. So, so the rest of the bags, you know, uh, 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 testimonials you really can't sell anything unless you have uh, testimonials. Otherwise there's no proof that anybody buys anything on your site. Right. Um, the objections is, any other detailed question that a customer can have about your product or your brand? Amazon does this the best because they automate it. We're not, I would say they automate it. They use uh, UGC, which just means uh, user uh, generated content. So just like the customer w- reviews, you um, Amazon lets customers answer the questions. So instead of a customer service person from Amazon answering the questions, who may not know about every single product, it it has a uh, mechanism on the site. And I think right now it's above uh, the um, customer reviews where where other users answer users' uh, questions. So so they get that uh, uh, user-generated content for free, right? So we have problem, solution, target market, uniqueness, right? We've handled that. Um, Call to action is pretty obvious because for e-commerce, it's just buy this thing, right? But the other thing, the other way to split that out is well what if a um, what if a product is uh, out of stock for example with some brands that make short small amounts of uh products this is really important so if you go on the tom bin website that's a uh a backpack maker small business in uh seattle uh washington uh, dot com of Tom, Um, his products are very often just sold out because he has a very, uh, rabid cult, uh, following, um, audience. And so next to the, at the cart on, on Tom Bin's site, he has, you know, enter your email to get uh, notified when the products do come in. So I think that's something that all e-commerce companies should have, especially the ones where products actually sell out, right? And you do want some of your products to be sold out or almost sold out because it means that other people are buying them and there is demand, right? So we cover testimonials, Oh, back to the answers question. So what that connects to in Sean D'Souza's brain audit is the objections. Objections are usually handled as an FAQ. So what small e-commerce businesses should do is do a brainstorming session, write every possible reason why somebody wouldn't buy your product or any possible question that's not answered on your site and answer it somewhere. Even if you just start with an FAQ, right? Um, uh, Shipping details, uh, customer return and refund details, where the product is made, you should talk about that. Um, Talk about the uh, fabric. Any possible reason why somebody would not buy your product or not continue shopping. First thing you do, put it in an FAQ and just make an FAQ link. Right? Um, Risk. Uh, risk reversal, that's just your refund policy. If you can make it more interesting than that or more compelling than that, that's obviously better. But have some way for your customers to view, even if it's its own page, but they have to be able to see it somewhere, right? Um, Even at the bottom of every uh, product page, after the details, you can put your Refund policy. So you have the title of your policy, and then maybe a click here link to go to the actual page and view more details. Right. So if you cover those items, um, you're set for like most sites. But you can go further. So for example, um, with product sizing, um, ASOS uh, does a really good job at this. ASOS posts a video. I think Eddie Bauer also does this too now, but not only do they have, um, pictures of a model wearing, wearing, wearing the apparel. So again, we're talking about apparel, um, having a model shows that it's in context. It also shows that you can afford to do a uh, model shoot (laughs) and that you aren't just buying products off of Alibaba or someplace. Right these days is really important to show that you are authentic and you're actually designing and making your products and that you're just a a drop drop shipping site right because the trust is very low on those kinds of sites Um, especially when i can just go and buy that product from amazon and have a guarantee that i can send that uh product back right it's a really good exercise to just brainstorm What are, what are all the reasons why a customer, um, shouldn't just go to Amazon? Right. Um, so back to the uh, sizing, you can have a video, you can post pictures with uh, models. You can also include sizing details. For example, um, it's very common for sizing to vary from brand to brand. What's an extra small. What's a large. What are the actual like centimeter and inch uh, measurements? Um, A UX principle is that uh, humans like to be able to compare, compare things. So what you want to do is you want to give them the tools they need to compare your large, you know, T-shirt or dress um, to Gap or Banana Republic um, or ASOS. Um, or old Navy, right. And so that's one example of where you could go deeper, where you, you, you should go deeper, um, to provide more details, you know, the more t- the more details, the better, and then where the a visual design comes in is, you know, where do you put this stuff, you know, what's, what size do you make it, what, you know, how how many columns should you give? Paragraphs? What's the font size? What's the color? How to make how to make everything really high contrast? That's why most um, apparel sites are white backgrounds, right, with white text, right? Because it helps the uh, pictures pop and it gives it high uh, contrast. So, um, and then the only sort of creative part is well, which font do you use and your logo and like your icons, you know, but that's why a lot of e-commerce, a lot of apparel sites in particular, look all the same, right? Because, um, if you look at just good visual design, there's a lot of constraints and where you really, uh, differentiate yourself is in your actual products and the stories that you tell, on the site and via email you know it's that brand and your world building your your the stories that you tell about yourself and what customers tell other customers about you
0: what is the Mm -hmm. one thing that you want every e-commerce merchant to be aware of to improve their sale
1: positioning work on the positioning Work on the thing that makes you stand out um, from the bigger, more uh, trusted. Because this is about trust, right? Um, trust, you know, and having your uh, problem solved is is the pain of not having my problem solved on Amazon because of the type of thing I want to buy. Right? Um, is the pain of leaving Amazon worth it to try this? smaller store can this smaller store create enough trust that i can leave the sort of safety of amazon being able to return things being able to file a complaint being able to get my uh, money back um, in entering my uh payment information into a new uh smaller company whatever you can show people to help them trust you show them your face um Show them why you try, why you care about solving this particular problem, and why they should buy it from you in particular. So the positioning, I think, is the first thing you have to work on. Show the customer that you understand the problem. Um, you know how deep can you take them? How deep can you use uh, their words? Can you go on uh, Reddit? Is there a subreddit for the type of thing that that you sell? Can you use their words and parrot back to them that you understand their problem? And then how deep can you go into explaining why your product is better, right? So a, a good rule of thumb is that you get a lot of love and hate, right? Think of Apple, right? Either you love Apple or you hate Apple. There's nothing in the middle, right? So one of the uh, benefits that you can do as a, a, a smaller brand is, um, you can really whip up the uh, copywriting aspect and you can do that via email. You can, you can send an email a day and you can just hammer on those um, brain audit points. One day you show, show a uh, testimonial and you talk about it. One day you talk a little bit more about the problem. One day you talk a little bit more about the uh, target market show that you understand them at as a target market so you have to uh, define very deeply what the problem is and the s- solutions or the thing that you want them to buy right why is that the best um uh, fix for the problem and then show that you understand the uh target market and then uh finally show that that um talk about how you are different and why that difference makes you a better choice than going to Amazon.
0: Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us Mm -hmm. in today's episode, Zaid. I've learned a lot and thanks for the book recommendation as well.
1: Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on. I really enjoyed it.
0: Thank you for listening to the e commerce A to Z podcast episode with Zaid Hisham. Until next time, stay safe. My name is Jennifer Menta.